Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. I'm Aaron Rooney. This podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout and Merry Christmas. To everybody out there, the number one thing on your Christmas list, Poolside Live. They have the best in video replay. Their controls are easy to use. You're using an Apple TV remote. I'm telling you, if I had one thing on my Christmas wish list this year that I didn't already have, it is Poolside Live. It's that amazing. It's that good. Go get yourself hooked up with the best in the business. And also, Diving 101. That is our episode number two of the Diving Pod. Uh, we've been told it's very helpful of learning the numbers, the letters, how to score points from the parent perspective, or just a new diver. Uh, just check out that episode number two. And then our newest sponsor, Crossbar, was cool enough to hook us up with a sponsor and a website through them, divingpod.com. We've been having some articles come out recently. There's another one coming out this upcoming Thursday. Um, there's some pretty neat articles, in my opinion. Aaron wrote one. Dylan Reed wrote one. Uh, Mrs. Nide wrote one. It's been pretty cool. Um, so get on over there, divingpod.com. The website, the, the system, the website database is definitely built more towards teams club teams how to interact with parents how to have your membership list um but it works really well for our purposes at this point they're great with customer service to quote uh dan miller from american flyers you'll hear this quote over and over in a world where customer service seems like it doesn't exist they're awesome and they really are so um go check them out let me know if you have any questions you can email us your questions we can get you in touch with them and go switch your club over to this website company they are the best um but this episode, because we don't anticipate there's going to be a ton of listeners on this one with it coming out on Christmas Day, um, we do want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. So we're going to do something just kind of quick and fun. Aaron has zero knowledge as to what this topic is. I told him it's a surprise, and he wasn't allowed to prep for it, so it's probably his least favorite episode ever. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna just do a Christmas wish list for the diving world, like kind of what we would like to see over – we'll use the next year or so till next Christmas. What are some things we're hoping to see – um in a christmas wish list so i'll start it out to give aaron kind okay. of an idea like all right. my christmas wish list and the most recent one is going to be i want us to get all of our spots for olympics uh at doha here coming up just so that yeah. way we get to send the max amount of people yeah that's a good one i don't disagree with that i, I that's going to be on my christmas wish list too i love that um you know near and dear to my heart nothing diving related I want to get a fantasy football W. I know that has <laughs> nothing to do with diving, but man, <laughs> we're recording this early. I got one quarterback left and I'm going against the tight end. Man, I need some points here tonight. But uh, yeah, no, that has nothing to do with diving. If you want a, a serious diving one, um, let's see. I, I get really consumed with my coaching, with my high school kids. So I guess a Christmas wish list there would just be healthy, staying healthy, yeah. um, staying healthy and just continuing to progress. Um, I got a young man who's doing some bigger dives. And when you're doing bigger dives, it requires more out of your body. And when things yeah. either go right or wrong, you're just pushing yourself to a bigger limit. And um, that'd be my, my biggest wish. Both, I, have, I only have two boys on my high school team for both of them to just stay healthy this upcoming 2024 and um i know they're poised for some big results but um if the body doesn't hold up there's not a whole lot you can do yeah yeah that's a good one i'm not gonna ask for my divers at all because they're gonna think i just hate them 
but but no, I think that's a good one. I'm just trying not to steal any answers you have. I would Christmas wish list would be to for us to be able to interview Cassiel from Australia. Oh yeah, that, I think that would be an awesome interview. Get the opportunity to talk to someone from Australia, someone who's had extreme success. That yeah. realistically speaking, no one of recent years besides like David Bodai is having that success on the men's side. So I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Another interview that I would love is uh, Osmar from yep. Mexico, man. That yep. kid looks like an absolute superstar in the making. And I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe he just has swag because he loves Joe Burrow. Like I do, but uh, he, he, he has that right. He has all the big dives. He does all 07s on three meter. He has 109. He does the bigger full out, or maybe it's full in. Anyway, that's that's, that's Aaron's new thing. I don't know if you said that on the podcast. You need to explain oh, that to everybody. That's yeah, yeah, a Christmas so, wish list for Aaron that you all start using this. It's it's called a bigger full in or a bigger full out. It's the front three and a half full twist because obviously two and a half full twist is a full out or a full in. So we're calling it the bigger full out or full in. I don't know. Word, I he means him. Yeah, by 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 we, it's definitely just me. It's one of these stupid nickname things. It's never gonna catch on, but I'm gonna make it catch on. Hey, stop trying to make fetch work. It's never gonna work. It's gonna work, okay, Heath. I just had a conversation with myself. This how this is this is how this you episode's did. gonna go. You did. This is we yeah. <laughs> Christmas Christmas wish number three for me that okay. one that one of your nicknames for someone catches on. It's gonna be King Cass. Fair enough. King King Cass. I don't. I think that other people are using that one though too. Like, okay, I think that's fine. How used. about? All right. Here's here's one. Osmar. Okay. I've used it before in a group chat, but not on the <laughs> podcast. He's the stallion. He's he's the thoroughbred. Osmar is that guy that you know. You get him in the competition, and everybody's afraid of that guy. I mean, I would be. He's an absolute stud. Put him on yeah. one meter, he jumps to the moon. Three meter, yeah. I I'm looking forward to yeah. watching him continue to progress. I'm looking forward to him at Paris. Um, but yeah, Christmas wish list. Let's keep going like chronologically, like um, as the year goes on, right? Obviously, the first thing you said was get all our Olympic quota spots. Yep. So then, yep. what's the next one? Is Olympic trials rolls around or NC oh yeah i suppose ncaa's there's a few people missing from ncaa's but um yeah there's a lot to even think about for this year and uh in general but ncaa's my wish list would be carson tyler to go back to back yeah it's a good one i uh i think christmas wish list i would just hope that i or you and i know you're not able to just with your busy schedule but i hope that i'm able to make it to at least men's again i know women's is hard because it's always the week right after d2s um and with a baby at home i don't think that's gonna fly but hopefully that one of us can represent at one of those meets again just to be there continue to be involved at those bigger meets in whatever capacity we're able to for ncas and uh i mean just to see i mean like i like to think of everybody we've got to interview is like I'm, they're on team dive pod because we've got to interview them i just want to see the people we get to interview keep doing well and the people we don't as well like, yeah um uh, it's just fun getting to cheer for these people and text these people and say good luck that's super, super true. And along those lines, we're going to roll right to trials at this point mm -hmm. in my head because I don't know what else is after that or between NCAAs yep. and trials if there is anything. World, just world champs, but that's that's you already touched on that. We've already hit that. So 
But uh, yeah, we just interviewed Ellie Gibson. Yeah. My Christmas wish list is she makes it in every event that she enters in, man. I, <laughs> I'm just such a huge fan of her. Uh, after that podcast, I really didn't know a ton about her going into it. And then after it was like, whoa, I think I have a new favorite diver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with anything you just said. So not to steal that. So trials. I let's, would like, let's stay, let's stay on trials for a while. Like, like I'm trying to do. Whether it's team picks or upset alerts or logistic I, things. I think just as a fan and like as someone who is always going to hold out hope that like we are on the upswing, and I do believe we are, I just want to see us send our best team. Like that that the diving that the USA diving community as a whole could look at our Olympic team and say, This team this team can bring home hardware, not this synchro team, not this individual, like this team, everybody here can put something together that can surprise people that can perform, that can compete at that level. Um, I just want to really be able to look at that team and just be like, wow. I mean, like everybody's great. Like we, you know, it's not meant to put anybody down or diminish anybody's achievements. It's just, I want to feel good about that team going in. I want us to perform really well at trials and be like, dang, there was five people that were just duking it out for those two spots yeah. Um, and I think that would be a great like representation of where we're at moving forward for the next five years. So in your opinion, um, the United States of America, if we send a team to the Olympics, are you sending, are you wanting, are you rooting for like somebody more hit or miss or somebody more consistent? Cause like, I think there's a disconnect between yeah what we all seem as successful. Um, I think there are members of the team that have potential to make it that are, man, if they're on, they might, they might medal. They might bring home some hardware. And if that is your goal, who are you rooting for? And then inversely, like if that person who gets hot and cold is cold, did we send somebody who we shouldn't have? Like, will it be looked at that way? Cause I mean, yeah. I'm curious, what your brain tells you because I, I i know that could totally go back and forth in in anybody's head right like if, if we yeah. want to send somebody who could meddle but they're also very inconsistent is it a failure uh, i think i think it's i think it's an impossible job i think leslie and lee and them have a very tough job i think we're sitting here playing what's it called armchair quarterback oh yeah and it's easy for us to be critical myself like the goal, the goal from an athletic perspective, that's a very different perspective than the personal perspective. You know, you talk to Allie Gibson, we talked to her last week about that experience and how it shaped her and how she can learn from it and how she can help others. That's, that's not an athletic perspective. That's a personal spiritual perspective. So I think when I just think athletically, like, I don't think I'm crazy in saying the goal should be to bring home medals. Yep. Like or or improve performance maybe is a better way to put it. So to me, when I look at it, like I personally, and, and this is just how I am as a fan, I would tell you this is not how I am as a coach, which I think is pretty ironic. Yep. Like as, as a coach, like I'm putting our safest six dives in. What's going to get us 50 points a dive or 60 points a dive? That is not how I coach. But as a fan, I want to send the people that on the men's side can do six 80-point dives. and. I don't even know if six 80 point dives. Well, yeah, six 80 point dives will be 560. You'll definitely bring home a medal. 
but it's like, you're going to have to have some 90 point dives on the men's side to yes. bring home hardware. So for me, if you can't throw down six 80 point dives, I, I don't know if we're bringing home hardware with that. I just don't, I don't know. So for me, I would rather someone up and down. I mean, you can look at Andrew. It's not unfair to look at Andrew and say, Hey, the last world championships in prelims, he was not that rock steady diver. Like he snuck into semis and then he got better in semis and then he got better in finals. And then he got better at the next event. Like, so for me, I'd rather be looking at someone who has that top end. I, I want the higher ceiling, not the higher floor is maybe the best way to describe yeah. it. I also think if we don't have that, so say for instance, like I don't, I, I mean, we definitely have weaker events as a country right now. That's not unfair to say. I would rather be looking at younger athletes to maybe say, how do we get them on that international state? If it's close, like, and obviously, unfortunately, that's not how our trials work. Whoever the top two are is who's going. But if it was up to me, I would rather be sending maybe someone that we view as a higher ceiling in the future, get them that experience to then hopefully be able to take a step forward, come LA where I think we as a country really want to shine when it's in our home pool at our yeah. home country. Yeah. Um, that's my opinion. <clears throat> what about you? See, I'm totally with you on that. I just think selling that idea to the entire country is just not possible, which is super, yeah, super frustrating. Like I, I think of some of our ultra consistent divers yeah, and they're beautiful divers. Oh, yeah, and I yeah. love watching them dive, but are they going to take home a medal? Probably not. So now it's that perspective of, Hey, if we send, you know, two people and one of them finals and one of them takes dead last, but that person who took dead last, if they were on fire, they could have beat that other yeah. finalist and took home a medal. I'm comfortable with that, with that all or nothing mentality. Because like you said, as a fan, I'm, I'm rooting for that, man. Yeah. I can get behind that. That's super exciting. I thought it was interesting because you and I are very similar yeah. coaching wise. I would hate that as a coach. Like, oh yeah. 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 Like I, I want your most if consistent yeah. dives and I want you to, you know, it's, it's very scary to throw a new big flashy dive. If you miss it, it's a three, you hit it. It's 65 points. Like that's yeah, I mean, not yeah, what like, I want. <laughs> when it's like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I most likely, and you most likely like, we'll probably never be in the situation to be coaching someone with how do how do we put a game plan together to make the Olympic team? So for me, I'm like, if I even had that in my realm of possibility and I had a diver that could go 65 points, every single dive in their sleep, never have an issue with that. I'd be like, that's what you're doing. Why? Cause it gives you like, you're never going to miss and let everybody else miss. I would absolutely be yep. doing that as a coach as well. So yeah. it's, it's hard. I mean, I will probably never be in that situation and I can't be critical of how people want to strategize and do that, but I can be critical of the aspects of like, does that raise our level as a country? Does that give our, us our best chance to perform at an elite level to bring home, have an opportunity. And I think that's, we we've talked about it, I think off air and with a lot of people, we're not in the minority in this thought is like the math has to math. Like if you can do the math and say, hey, this person has to go nines on every dive just to get the average score for third. Well, but this person with the with the double out and a full pike list in front four and a half only has to go eights or eight and a half. Like 
it's a little easier to go eight. I mean, it's still impossible for us. Like we're fat and old and out of shape, but like, <laughs> you know, like eights are a lot easier to get than nines. So um, I think that's part of it too, is understanding the math that goes into it. And I think yeah. that that's a unique perspective for some coaches. Um, yeah. So yeah. Another, think- another uh, Christmas wish list on mine. Uh, I haven't been shy about talking about it, but I would like to be the announcer at Olympic trials. Yeah. I think that would be yeah. an absolute blast. Um, I really do get along well with all those wonderful yep. USA diving people. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. I think they have a really tough job. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people looking at whether it's, you know, USA diving as a whole or specific individual people's roles. Like, man, I just think sometimes there's a lot of noise and I appreciate how hard those people work. I am not going to be uh, uncritical. I think there are yeah. many things that as a country, as an organization, we can just do better. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be really difficult to be in their position with so many opinions out there of what we For should sure. do it, be doing and how we should be doing it. I'm not envious at all. And, um, you know, to help them out from a announcing perspective and volunteer my time to be there to take that off their plate like i would be thrilled to do that not only at trials but beyond and um yeah that'd be a that'd be a christmas wish list yeah i like yep. that yeah i think echoing that just helping in some capacity i think we already know we're gonna be there um so for us just being able to be helpful like we always say with the podcast like being a resource and if we can be a resource for usa diving as an extra pair of hands or two extra pairs of hands to help out help the meat run smoothly behind the scenes, what, whatever they need to be able to be a resource for them and help them, I think is awesome. So, um, I think my last one that kind of touches on trials, it kind of popped up at winter nationals Christmas wish list. I want to know who runs the USA diving <laughs> op account. Um, and I will say it cause I don't think a lot of people will say it. I think it kind of gets insinuated on their account. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with how they go about things. Maybe some of the terminologies and the words they use are a little bit rough, but they are saying some some opinions that are not in the minority. So I, I think we, as a podcast, we've definitely been criticized. We've talked to people that have criticized us. It's helped make us better. So I think if we avoid criticism, just in general, I, I think people in general, if you avoid criticism, you're just avoiding an opportunity to get better. Um, that's why we were divers. You were criticized every dive, you know, coached constructive criticism. And I think that maybe is a better term, like maybe not that crass, harsh, harsh criticism, which sometimes is needed, but maybe if they can figure out a way to be a little bit more constructive in their criticism and still say the same things. Um, I don't think that that is a horrible thing. I guess as a side note, I think it'd be awesome to know who's doing the diving pod op account as well. <laughs> that's who, that's I, what I was going to say. Because I, 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 yeah. I want to know I who's would, doing the diving pod one. Because <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Like, I don't, I want, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to know, like, what's next? Like, where they're going to go with it? Like, uh, like how, how far down the archives are they going to go? Like, I just, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, like. Like it's like, hey, you're. It's pretty. It's pretty hard to embarrass us. Like we pretty much own we're idiots. Uh, good luck. Yeah. But, well, I liked. Uh, I like their first post was like you and I back in what was that, yeah. 2012 or something which, at Texas. Which, de- which, like I said, it definitely has to be someone that we're Facebook friends with because I think that's the only place that photo exists. Uh, so so we're gonna it figure now. it out. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. But um, no. So I mean. I think, and they've, and I think they've done a little better job of maybe being a little bit more um, lighthearted, like lighthearted yeah. and having fun with it. Um, so I, I think that 
that account probably is not super well received with people in USA diving. Um, and I don't disagree with how they're, or I don't agree with how they're going about things, but, um, some of what they're saying has some fair points in my opinion. So, yeah, um, I just think that's a fun one. Um, next would, next would be the Olympics. Ooh, man. I mean, I, Hmm. Paris. Well, first before i even talk about paris mm-hmm. i am getting married the day before the olympics starts i have a wish so, list for that my wish list is you know everybody comes everybody's excited everybody has a good time gets home safe enjoys themselves and the whole day just goes as wonderfully as we have already started the planning process. So I am excited for that. That's going to be truly one of the best days of my entire life. And I, I cannot wait. I just, um, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm going to out him, but it's, it's fine. I'm sure he's okay with it. John Fox, uh, the Auburn diving coach, he is going to marry, um, me and my fiance Bailey. So we just actually got off of FaceTime today talking about some things and what that's going to entail. And we're going to meet at least once a month on just, you know, different things that um, we're, we're, we're going to go through the Bible. We're going to figure out, you know, how we want to go through our marriage and he's going to be there every step of the way, which is so awesome. I'm excited about that. And then, yeah, the fact that I get to stand up there next to him, one of my best friends, and then you obviously my best friend as, as best man, that is a Christmas wish list, probably number one overall yeah. for 2024. I mean, I'm not gonna lie about that. I, I don't that's really good. have anything else that's that important to me in in uh, the year 2024, other than that. So that is gonna be that's gonna be awesome. I'm super pumped about that. That was definitely CYA in case Bailey listens to this. Cover your butt. <laughs> there's no, no, no way <laughs> she listens to this. There's a zero. There's less than zero percent chance. That's okay. Same with Sarah. I, um, I talk way too much diving at home and I feel so bad all the time. And I can just see the eyes glaze over. I'm like, I should stop talking now. So yeah, I, I there's will, no way she's going to tune in to listen to more. <laughs> I will also say this, and this is kind of like a joking, funny one. Christmas wish list. I hope I give the best best man speech for you. Like if I either make you l- like lose it laughing or crying. Like either one win. Like, I'm like I'm like I don't think you understand. Per- I, I've been working on this for like months <laughs> since you told me. Months. So I'm, like, I'm like 60% excited and like 40% really nervous. No, you don't you don't need to be nervous. <laughs> no, I would no. That's one thing I don't think you need to be nervous at all. I've been putting <laughs> well, so much what effort if I, into this. What if I want to be? Like I think a best man speech should be a roast. Like I think that's oh. hilarious. Oh, I got you. Don't you worry. We're oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good tasted roast. I've just been a, like I've been in this in the position of being a groomsman and I've watched someone crash and burn on the best man speech. And I'm like, all right, that's the worst one I'm ever going to see. Like for reference, like when we, I listened to this best man speech and it was like crickets and like this, the guy who gave the speech goes, man, rough crowd. And we're like, no, that was a horrible best man speech. And some random person comes to the bathroom goes, great speech. Amazing. <laughs> and then, and then the the groom goes, dude, that's the person none nobody wanted at the wedding. So if he liked it, we're in trouble. I'm like, nice. So um, I gotta, I gotta share a little story. I gave a best man speech and I thought it was awesome. And he <laughs> thought it was awesome. So I'm going to brag about it a little bit. 
I had this teammate in college. His name's Tyler. Shout out. What's up, buddy? Miss you. Um, I was his best man. And when I would, uh, we would go to away diving meets, I would find a beat on YouTube and I would rap. And it was <laughs> so horrible. Like, oh my God. And it was always about diving. And I would like go teammate by teammate, making like one little verse about them and make it rhyme and have it about, you know, the dives they're working on. It was so cringy. <laughs> and so horrible. I'm like outing myself. It was terrible. But my teammate Tyler would listen to those and he would record me like rapping in the car. And so he <laughs> would listen to them back all the time. I'm like, dude, you got to you gotta do, do away with that. So then when he asked me to be his mess man, I was like, all right, I got to up my game. And so what I did is I actually like created a song for him. And I oh, went gosh. into the studio and I found this track and I layered my voice twice over you know one was like upper octave one was lower octave and I literally made him a song and I was gonna do it live but I've also been at weddings where somebody tries to like rap and they can't find the beat and then oh god you know, they, they, they stumble over their words and I was like I'm not gonna do this live because I know it's gonna go poorly so I, re I actually like recorded a song. I have a CD so of the actual like That's song wild. best man speech. And he'll, he'll like listen to it like probably once a year, whether it's his birthday or his anniversary, I can't remember, but he'll send me a video like, dude, remember That's when awesome. you did this? Like, That's awesome. Yeah, That's so cool. No, it was cool. All right. So now Olympics, uh, I, this one yes. kind of ties, this one kind of ties to um, Olympic trials, but the one thing I am, hopeful for that i i really do hope happens not just because we are a major fan of this person i really hope that carson tyler and josh hebberg continue to perform well and they represent us in the synchro event because yeah. i think they represent an amazing opportunity come la and, yeah. and i think that experience and i think where they're gonna be being able to be training partners at you at indiana i really think they represent an opportunity to potentially even challenge for a gold medal in the future. I really do believe that. Um, so I think that synchro team is something I'm very excited about and I hope they continue to perform well. Yeah. And um, I'd like to see an individual medal. I don't know yep. where it's going to come from, but that would be something on the list, whether, you know, I, I, I in my head, Delaney Schnell probably has the best opportunity, mm -hmm. at least in my head, you know, between Delaney and uh, Kaylee McKay from, uh, Canada, I feel like that's probably that competition for third behind the Chinese. Um, I think, you know, whoever we send on the female side on three meter, I yep. think we're going to have a good chance, yep. whether it's Sarah or Krista or Allie, or, yep. you know, you, you take your pick. I think any one of those three I can hold their own. Um, mm -hmm. but I want to, I would like to see individual medals and, yeah. I, it's hard to say, Oh, I, I want it to come from this person because we don't yeah. know. We don't know the yeah. team. We don't know who's going to be around or what they're going to be doing, but that would be really, really cool to cheer for. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I get, okay. So, um, and, and we'll have another episode about this as things approach. What to you is a successful Olympics for USA diving? Oh, that is a good question. I think, like we leave it, and we're like, that was successful. I would say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go two directions here. I would say all of our synchro teams taking home medals is very successful. And I think it's oh, possible. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think, I think so. it's possible. I don't I don't think it's easy. I think yeah. well, let's it's never let's gonna say, be easy. You know, men, women, tower, and three meters. So that's four different competitions. I would say if we got medals in two of them, I'd be pretty excited. Yeah. I think I'd that's say fair. that'd be success. And I would say if we took home one individual medal, two individual medals, I don't know. See, that's where it gets really hard because I don't know that I completely define success by taking home medals right if andrew breaks 500 he might take fourth place yeah that's super or he might take honestly he might take fifth place there's so many good men divers on three right now yep i'm not sure i would be upset about that if andrew accomplishes his goal whether his goal is 475 or 500 like yep there's so many really good men in the world right now i would be super happy for him and i'd be super excited and i'd would totally categorize that as success. Um, but yeah, if I were to put a medal count on it, I'd love two synchro medals and at least one individual. I think yeah, that would be pretty dang awesome. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think I echo what you said. I think that if you're going to look at it from a medal count, I think the the three, three to five, three to four, three to five range, I think that would be, holy crap, that was great. Um, but I also think you're spot on. Like if we go and perform well and we look and we're like, dang, like our divers averaged eights or better on every like great job like hey sometimes the other male or female is just better like there's nothing we can do about that um what else after i hope to uh i hope we get to make it well you won't be able to but i hope i get to make it down to wvu for junior nationals anytime it's that close getting the opportunity to whether it's help just be seen get down there on the pool deck watch some kids dive i think that'd be great um I, i just think and then i mean then we start to talk about like the next season and I'll probably pause yeah. there. So for me, like, I, I think you, you hit the most important one at the beginning. I really just hope that this, that you and I and the people around us and the people that are close to us, our athletes, our family, I just hope everybody is healthy. I hope we have a nice run here of just like good things rolling, like just keep the good times coming. Um, And I think my last like wish for this like upcoming year is really just like, I would like to see us figure out what that next step is for the podcast. And I think we said the same thing last year. I think we maybe said that at the two year mark, like even that that's crazy. Like, dude, we're going to be coming up on two and a half, almost three years of doing this, which is wild. This will be episode <laughs> one thirty eight, I think if I'm correct. So I think figuring out that next step, I think um, you and I have talked about that with some people. And we think that's probably going to be some camps that are going to be in different locations, not just Moss farms. Uh, maybe one up in Minnesota, one at Clarion, Ohio state with uh, maybe with aces and Mandy and Ben, we talked to Ben a little bit. I talked to Ben a little bit about it at Akron and said, Hey, is this doable? Um, So that's something we might be reaching out maybe down at Auburn with John um, and just reaching out to some of the coaches that we've connected well with and trying to bring the community, continue to bring it together. Actually, I lied. I do have one more um, wish list. whether it's USA diving whether it's AAU, whether it's the PDCA, can someone please get us some freaking virtual coaches education that is like at your own pace, like an online learning platform. Can we please make some progress on that? Cause it will benefit us as a country, as a whole, a learning platform online. I don't care who does it, but the diving pod will endorse it. Like we will talk the crap out of it if you get it going. And if that helps great, like we don't want any, I just want to see that finally happen. It needs to happen. So, um, that's it for me though. Yeah. I don't know that I have anything else either. Um, yeah, 
just hope to continue to be involved at a high level. Yeah. That is, yeah. that that's what kind of keeps me going these days. Um, I don't know. I, I probably mentioned it, but I've coached my last girls season. So I'm going to have a little bit more time only coaching the boys for a couple more years. And then um, my, my hope and dream is to dig into more of this at the higher level. You know, we've been invited to the Bergen invite and Norway. I'd love to go. And we just haven't been able to make it happen just with schedules and how much time I'm already taking away from work, from coaching. Mm -hmm. So it would, it'll be nice to see, you know, at least this next year, how it goes without one of those coaching seasons to yeah. open up my schedule to do fun things. And yeah. um, that was the whole reason and goal behind stepping away, at least for the time being. So cool. Well, uh, we're, we're uh, going to wrap this up again. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All the pleasantries. Thank you for tuning in to the diving pod. Uh, it truly has been super fun to embark on this journey, continue this journey, see some positive, uh, constructive criticisms, all of the fun things. So we just appreciate all of you guys that are out there listening. Um, if you want to hit us up, obviously we're at, uh, at the diving pod on Instagram. Our email is the diving pod at gmail.com. Feel free to send us a message. I get those email pings right away. And I'm kind of that type of person who reads it right away to get that notification button gone. So I'd love to hear from you, uh, whether it's, Hey, you guys, uh, are doing a great job or Hey, stop rambling about fantasy football because nobody cares about your team, Aaron, which is super true. Dude, nobody ever. And, and they're losing now. I don't want to talk about that. I saw <laughs> the tight end got one catch. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to end 2023 on a high note and we're going to put some positive vibes out there. Let's go Trevor Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right. That's, that's all we had. So, uh, we'll see you next time.